You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can check out my work or get links to my socials on my website, MimiFootnip.com. In today's podcast, I'm going to read a listener email, and I have an announcement about Avian Stars, and I have a very special treat from patron DBM, who submitted a sexy audio file for us all to enjoy. It's really hot and steamy, and you cranking and nylons lovers will want to stick around for the end for this one. I promise it'll be worth it. It's super hot. Um... So, for the AVN Stars thing, AVN Stars is basically terminating the subscription content situation. So, at the end of the year, on, I guess, December 31st, uh, will be the last day that my AVN Stars will be available, and then it just vanishes. So, if you're subscribed to AVN Stars, I invite you to switch over to OnlyFans. It's the exact same content, just a different platform. Uh, it's unfortunate because AVN, uh, I, I really liked having two platforms for this exact reason, that if one of them disappeared or vanished, I had a backup catalog. Uh, so now it's just, just OnlyFans. So I may consider uploading to another site, but it might be really... Um, might be a bitch to try to like recreate the wheel. You know what I mean? Like go back and try to repost all of those posts. I have thousands of videos on Avian Stars and OnlyFans. So I think for now, what we're going to do is just leave it with OnlyFans. If you want access to my full library of pedal pumping and foot fetish videos, you can go there if you prefer to kind of pick and choose and curate the videos that you want in your own collection you can go to clipsforsale.com and buy individual clips from my clip store there i have links to that on my website as well as links to the the only fans um yeah i feel like for clips for sale you know the advantages of clips for sale is that you get to you buy the video you purchase it so you get to download it and keep it whereas OnlyFans it's it's just a viewing platform you're not legally allowed to download from OnlyFans and if you do I personally find it offensive because it's basically stealing my content from a platform that you know the, the business model of that is that you pay to access it every month and you get the full back catalog plus all the new videos that are coming out every day. I could set an expiration date for videos so that like so as to encourage people from coming and binge watching or and or downloading videos. I don't do that because I want to believe that you guys are respectful of me as a performer and as a content creator and a pedal pumper and that you're not going to rip me off like that and you'll just be loyal subscribers at least for the time that you are and then if you move on you move on like that's fine um you're always welcome to come back but um 
you know, stolen content is a big problem. And I know some of you think, well, it's just for my personal use. I encourage you to go to the clip store if that's what you want to do. Anyway, I wasn't planning on going off on a tangent, but you know me, I always do. <laughs> I am going to um, make one more announcement, then we'll take a little break and get into emails and sexy audio files. So the next thing I want to let you know is that on the Patreon for the Pedal Pumping Podcast, which you can go to patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast and check it out. There is a new story written by Jim Shu. He is also a patron uh, and he's our resident fetish author. And he wrote this story inspired by patron Tevin and it features a CRX. So, you know, I'm enjoying that. That was one of my most favorite cars that I ever owned. And I narrate the story, and it's also in its printed form on Patreon for patrons. I want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Joe, Jim, Riker, Old Dirty, Michael, DBM, Not a Golfer, Sheldon, Rayshon, King, Stephen, and John V. Thank you guys so much for your support. I really appreciate it. And so do all the other listeners who are not patrons but benefit from your uh faithful patronage so thank you thank you thank you we'll take a quick break and then jump into emails and we're back from the break all right so this email is from listener jay we're just gonna call him jay there's a lot of you with j names like john and james and jeff and jack and jason (laughs) so um but this we're just gonna go with jay here and he uh I'm not going to read the intro to his email because it was kind of addressed to me privately. But what I thought was cool was that he shared that through writing these stories or telling these stories, he finds it incredibly erotic. And I love that. I do think that writing out our fantasies or talking about our fantasies, sharing them, it really brings them to life in a whole new sexy erotic way. So if any of you are interested in chatting with me about some pedal pumping fantasies, you can do so on Sext Panther. I have links to that on my website. Um, or you can send me an email at mimifootnip at gmail.com with your story and I will read it on the podcast. Or you can also go to the website my website mimifootnip.com and go to the pedal pumping tab there's a button there where you can record voice messages for me that I can add to the podcast or you can also just send me an audio file that's what dbm did um, with this audio file that I'm going to share with you at the end of the podcast today so all right this is from listener jay I'm going to get into his email he says let me take you back to 1988 when I met the lovely Kathleen or Kathy as I called her Kathy was half Irish and half Polish by descent, which I believe explained some of her fascinating physical features. She had pale, freckled skin and dark curly hair and a sweet, pretty heart-shaped face that I found to be innocent and adorable. But she also had large size feet, a women's size 12, which she was embarrassed about, but I thought were so sexy. Her toes were long, like fingers. She used to say, and her arches were high and beautiful. In 1988, we were both seniors in high school. 
Kathy went to a Catholic girls' school and always wore pantyhose, beige or navy, under her navy blue skirt. To school, she would wear black patent leather flats or low-heeled black pumps. What a vision she was to me. Those sweet apple cheeks, those freckles, those long legs, and those sexy feet. 1988 was also the year that I learned to drive and had my first car, a 1984 Pontiac Sunbird. I remember when I first got the car, Kathy congratulated me, threw change in my back seat for good luck, as was the custom, and she expressed how she wished she had a car. I knew she didn't take driver's ed, but I asked her if she ever had driven a car and she gave me an embarrassed look. I said, what? while laughing along with her. She then told me a story that I will never forget. She told me that when she was a freshman in high school, her older brother owned a Chrysler Imperial, which I knew to be a big car with a big gas pedal. She told me that he had asked her to go out and start it one day, and when she did, it wouldn't start. And she told me I was pumping the gas and it wouldn't start. Oh my God, you pumped it? I croaked. Yeah, a bunch of times. Hard. And it wouldn't start. The next day we found out there was something wrong with it and my brother blamed me. Hearing this story, I could barely breathe. She talked about pedal pumping. This cute 17-year-old freckly sweetheart just told me a story about when she pumped the gas pedal. When she was too young to drive, how did she even know to do that? Watching her family members, I suppose. And I know that Imperial gas pedal, it's a big one. What must that have been like? I was flabbergasted. I began to see Kathy in a whole new light. We were approaching graduation, which meant formal occasions, honors nights, prom, and graduation parties. And at all of these occasions, I had the distinct pleasure of seeing Kathy dressed in amazing outfits. And it was at this time that I saw her in real high heels. This was the late 80s, don't forget. So I was treated to three wonderful sights. A pair of black closed-toed satin heels with shiny black pantyhose. Legs sheer elegance, I believe. A pair of closed-toed white high-heeled pumps with white pantyhose, and my favorite, a different pair of closed-toed white high-heeled pumps. On these last shoes, the heel was higher, spikier, and the toe was squared off where the toes met the foot, so that the tip of the toe was pointed, but the base was more of a straight line, making the entire toe of the shoe look like a perfect triangle. And she wore these white high heels with ultra sheer black pantyhose. Oh my God, how she looked. And on this night, an honors night, I believe, she was slipping in and out of her shoes because her feet hurt. So I got to see those toes through her sheer black stockings. What a sight this was. All I could think was those sexy feet pumped the big gas pedal of an old imperial hard and so it came to pass on one particular day that Kathy and I were driving together in my 1984 Pontiac Sunbird on this particular day she looked amazing 
This was after graduation and Kathy went right to work rather than going on to college. She worked in an office and had to dress accordingly. And on this particular occasion, she was wearing a green dress with nude colored pantyhose and the amazing white pumps. Okay, not with the black stockings, but this was amazing. I remember picking her up from work at the train station to go out. And I remember that she was sitting in the front seat, slipping in and out of her heels. Her toenails were painted red and I saw them through the crinkled nylon that covered her long toes. At one point, her shoes were completely off her feet and she was pressing both feet into the floorboard of the passenger side. Legs stretched and ankles arched, almost as if she were pressing down on an imaginary brake pedal with her toes. I could not stand it anymore and I said, hey, you want to drive? She was apprehensive at first. She did not have her license, but I drove to a quiet side street and I pulled over. As she got out of the car to switch seats, I turned the car off. When she got in, she slid the toes of her pumps under my pedals as she rested her super high heels on the floorboard. Kathy said, oh, you turned the car off? Yeah, well, I wanted to see if you knew how to start a car, I said coyly. I know how to start a car, she giggled and slapped me playfully and then added, I was always taught to pump the gas and then try to start the car. Is that okay? Yep, she said that. Oh my God, she said that. It came from her family and she had four sisters. How I would have loved to grow up in that house. I said, go right ahead. She positioned her high-heeled foot over the gas pedal, letting it hover for a few seconds. I could imagine this from the gas pedal's point of view, the high heel just over it, but not touching it, fearful of the punishment it was about to receive. She let her foot tilt so that her heel was a little to the left and the toe of her shoe was pointed a little to the right. She slapped the pedal to the floor and pumped it hard and fast against the floor. Glucka, 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 glucka letting her foot rock on her heel as the ball of her foot did the pumping. She then let the shoe hover over the pedal again. Her large size shoe completely covered the pedal, so no sign of it under that sexy heel. She then floored the pedal and turned the key. The car cranked and cranked and did not start. She released the pedal quickly with a gluck and let her foot hover over the gas pedal again. I saw the wrinkle of her stocking where her foot met her ankle, where she flexed her foot while holding it above the pedal. It's funny too, I knew my car. I knew that flooring the pedal while turning the key was making it not start, but I didn't tell her that. I just said, try again. Glucka, 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 three hard whacks against the floor with her amazing high heel. Then one loud gluck as she floored it and turned the key again. It cranked and cranked, and I was going crazy internally. Oh no, she exclaimed and began pumping while cranking, which made the car fire up with a roar. Oh, thank God, she said. Kathy then drove us around the neighborhood a bit, being very cautious as she did not have her license, and we pulled up to her house. She turned off the engine, and we went inside. I wish I could tell you that she kicked off her heel while cranking and pumped the gas with her stockinged foot, but that didn't happen. I was waiting for it to happen, believe me. But when we got inside and sat next to each other on her couch, things got interesting. She slipped out of her heels, exposing those gorgeous size 12 stockinged feet. 
and I was still enjoying where the nylon was crinkling a bit above her toes, almost like the nylons needed a little tug. And then things got a little flirty. We weren't going out, but there was something between us. She was coming out of a bad breakup with her boyfriend, who was also a friend of mine, and I was her confidant and therapist during this period. We were somewhere in between friendship and a relationship, which is a very sexy and frustrating place to be. On this evening, while talking on the couch after she pumped my car, my head was swirling with all sorts of thoughts. I wanted to listen, and I was trying to listen, but I couldn't take my eyes off her stockinged feet and the kicked-off heels. I wanted to rub her feet, smell those heels, suck those toes right through the nylon. I wonder if she sensed it, because she did something that I will never forget. She began running her right stockinged foot up and down my leg. The foot that pumped the gas, the pretty long toes that I so admired were gently caressing my leg. She then kissed me briefly on the lips and threw her arms around me, telling me what a good friend I was to her. Agony. That night, I left her house with the strangest combination of emotions spiraling through my mind. Arousal, infatuation, frustration, confusion. She went back to her boyfriend shortly afterwards, leaving me sad and brokenhearted, but I will always cherish that night. A missed opportunity, perhaps, but a lovely memory. I love this story. You could probably tell uh, <laughs> I got really into reading it. I really love this. Um, I was in high school in 1988, so this just speaks to me on so many levels. Uh, Jay, if you want to keep these stories com coming, I, I welcome you to send me more. I love them. Um, and your Pontiac Sunbird. That's just so fun. I... I'm assuming that this is a true story. Yeah, is this a true story? That's super hot if this is a true story. Um, I definitely remember the 80s, the nylons, those kinds of pumps. I think I had white Nine West pumps in the 80s um, that I wore to prom with nylons, of course. You know, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I've always... I've always been the girl and, and later the woman who at weddings or proms or any kind of formal event where you're in high heels all day, I notice a lot of women take their shoes off and dance. I never am that person. I always keep my shoes on because I don't know, like I don't, I don't want my feet to get dirty. I want, I want to show off my, my sexy shoes, I guess. I don't know, but I, this is a funny memory, I guess, that's popping up for me as I think about prom in 1988 I uh I guess I would have been a freshman prom of 88 so I'm a few years younger than you but I went to prom my boyfriend was a senior so I did go to prom and I um actually in that no sorry prom that year for prom I wore a Jessica McClintock strapless like like above the knee baby blue prom dress that had like it was strapless with like a kind of a corset bodice and then three tiers of like um, fabric 
and the dress was baby blue with white lace over it. And it had like a sweetheart neckline and I wore white shoes and white nylons, like really sheer white nylons um, for winter formal of 1987. I wore a similar shaped gown. I don't know if you guys want to hear about this, but I'm like being transported off to prom memories. So um, it was black. It was a straight across strapless kind of like corseted bodice type thing with like tulle, black tulle, um, like a big puffy black tulle kind of a la Madonna style back in the day. And I wore very, very sheer black nylons with black satin pumps, kind of like the black when you were describing black satin pumps. Um, I was like, or were they black satin? In your story, I have to go back and look. We were describing satin pumps, and back in the day, we used to dye our pumps to match our prom dresses, right? And so there were all these like dye to match shoes. You'd buy them white and then bring your dress to the store, and they would dye your shoes to match your dress. So I had, I just had black at, at winter formal of 1987, and in my prom picture. I might, I might be able to dig, if I go to my mom's house, I might be able to dig out a picture and put it on Patreon. Um, I'm in my, you know, they take your picture at the prom, right? Like the professional photographers. And I was so upset because in the picture on my, I have like one foot kind of pointing directly towards the camera and one foot is like off to maybe like a 33 degree angle. Um, I'm 5'3". My boyfriend was like 6'2". So he's standing kind of behind me with his arms like around, you know, and I've got the corsage on my wrist or whatever. And so it's like the classic 80s prom pose. I'm sure if you went to prom in the 80s or winter formal, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So he's kind of standing behind me. I've got one foot like pointed toward the photographer and right on my ankle, it looks like I have a little strap, like a black strap on my shoe because my nylons were kind of crinkling up and wrinkled right at the ankle. And I remember when I got my photos, my mom said, look at your nylons. You didn't pull them up. You know, they're wrinkled. And she <laughs> criticized me for that. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a 14 year old kid at prom, like, or at winter formal. I don't know. But I, you better believe that every year after that, I made sure that my nylons were, you know, nice and smoothed out in my photos. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it is a lovely memory. Thank you so much, Jay, for sharing it with me and with all the podcast listeners. I really love this one. Um, even though you were kind of being a little sneaky turning your car off so she would crank it, but that's amazing. It's amazing that with so little driving experience and without even a driver's license that she was just like right kind of in the zone there with it. So that's amazing and awesome and I love it. I love the story. Kind of sad that she went back with the boyfriend, but I feel like that is just so typical um, high school. Like I remember, you know, my boyfriend and my high school boyfriend and I broke up a million times. Um, we dated for all four years of high school, but there were lots of little breakups and, you know, high school, high school love. That's how it goes. So, or at least for a lot of us. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to, share uh, DBM patron DBM has 
shared an audio file that I'm going to try to add to the podcast. And his message to me says, Hi, Mimi. I created a little audio moment featuring a pretty girl who becomes frantic when her huge Cadillac won't start. There is no real jeopardy here. I totally created this encounter by myself using audio software. Enjoy. So here it goes. We're going to wrap the the podcast with this audio file. Thanks so much for coming around this week. You guys have a great weekend. Treat yourself to some pedal pumping videos, photos, content, whatever you like. Uh, indulge yourself. You've been blessed with the pedal pumping fetish. Take care. Just sit there and don't touch me. Don't touch my legs. Come on. Stop touching my legs. I know you like it when they're videos. Come on, start. Why would it start? Tim Carr. Do not reach up my skirt. Stop it. Why won't the car start? You did something to it. It's my car. I will not have you ruin it. Why won't it start?